This is The Irrelevant, a podcast about finding the deeper meaning of seemingly useless information. I'm Rodrigo Nunez, and today we're going to talk about Double Rainbow All the Way. On Sunday, May 10th, 2020, the Modesto Bee reported that Paul Vasquez had died. If you were online at any point in the last decade, you probably know him better as the Double Rainbow Guy. He passed away at the age of 57, seemingly due to complications from pneumonia. He was an incredibly young person who, on January 8, 2010, created one of the best videos that have ever been published on the internet. It's only 3 minutes and 29 seconds long. The caption for the video reads, quote, It was rainbowing for at least an hour on January 10, 2010. It was incredible. The camera could not capture the vivid intensity and brightness. Look into the mirror, look into your soul. End quote. The video starts with Paul pointing his camera to the sky and saying, Whoa, that's a full rainbow. Whoa, that's a full rainbow. All the way. Double rainbow. He points out oh it's God. a double rainbow it's all double the way. It's a double rainbow all the way. Whoa, that's so intense. He remarks on how intense it all is. He keeps on saying whoa until he realizes there's actually two rainbows. Then he explodes. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Woo! Oh! Wow! Woo! Yeah! Oh my Oh my god, look, look at, at that. that. Almost it's a triple. It's starting to even look like a triple rainbow. Oh my god, it's full on. Double rainbow all the way across the sky. After oh he notices god. it's a double rainbow across the sky, he can't help but start crying. Oh my god. Oh god. Then he asks, what does this mean? What does this mean? Oh. Oh my God. He talks about how bright and vivid oh. it is and he can't control himself. Oh. He loses it again. God. It's so bright. Oh my God. It's so bright and vivid. Oh. 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 It's so beautiful. <laughs> He's genuinely crying, the camera is shaky, the wind is picking up, but the double rainbow is in view as Vasquez is gathering himself and loses it again at the rainbow in his front yard. Oh my god, it's a double complete rainbow. Again, he looks for meaning. What does it mean? But through it all, he's moved. He's overwhelmed. Oh my god! Oh my god, what does it mean? Stop me. 
<laughs> Too much. I doubt what it means. <laughs> oh my god. It's so he gathers himself at the end and just talks about how intense it is before the video abruptly cuts off. Oh my god. These three and a half minutes are seriously my maybe my favorite three and a half minutes on the internet. His video existed in relative anonymity on YouTube for almost six months until Jimmy Kimmel would retweet it in July of 2010 and it would go viral. Then he would have him on his show and have a playful little mock interview with him where he asked him if he was on drugs and he remarks on how he thinks he's insane. Vasquez went on to come out like in Good Morning America and all sorts of talk shows and commercials. In July 6, 2010, in what was considered the peak of virality of early YouTube, his video was turned into an autotune song by the channel Shmoyoho. You know, the same guys that did the Hide Your Kids, Hide Your Wife song, that channel. And he became a meme. For a while there in 2010, people would send grainy cell phone videos to each other's recording any rainbow and saying double rainbow all the way or ask what does this mean for any stupid reason. But the double rainbow video more than any other video captures a moment in time on the internet. And this is one reason why it's one of my favorite artifacts of the internet. Before YouTube became music videos and stupid viral challenges of influencers or alt-right media, YouTube used to be people uploading cool things for others to see. And no one did it with as much unfiltered joy and genuineness than Paul Vasquez, the double rainbow guy. In fact, for years after his viral fame came and went, Paul kept his YouTube channel active. Perhaps more remarkably, after almost 10 years and 48 million views from when the video was first uploaded, he would answer and heart comments on the Double Rainbow video. He was keeping tabs on that video for almost 10 years. For example, there's this comment from a user named Anime Waifus who nine months ago commented, quote, it's 2019 and this guy still hearts comments. What a legend. And Paul not only hearted it, he replied, it's my honor, duty, and pleasure to read and respond to the comments. In fact, his channel is still posting videos now because he had some queued up that will post for weeks after. Any other channel on his video, however, never achieved the fame that Double Rainbow ever did, but he just kept on going and he kept on being pure through it all. There's one particular video that I want to highlight. He released it two years after his viral fame, and it's called Double Rainbow Explained. When I shot the Double Rainbow video... Now, in this video, Paul goes into giving a background into the Double Rainbow video, and it's probably because so many people kept saying, what does this mean at him throughout the years? The video, in fact, is almost as long as the original. To me, it looked like... He has to clarify that he was alone and not on drugs, that it wasn't a sexual experience, but he was just overwhelmed by the beauty of it all. 
He walked out of his house and he was slammed with the beauty of it all. He says something really, really, it's one of my favorite things that anyone has ever said at the 155 mark when it comes to being in nature. Why does God choose to be in my presence? Why does God choose to, to look upon me? I, I realized that, that, it was, that it was something, that it meant something. I didn't know what it was and that's why I questioned it. He equates standing in nature, witnessing this fading beautiful thing as being in the presence of God. And who's to say he's wrong? Whatever he was experiencing was very clearly of a higher order. And he comes to say that maybe the reason why the video exists is to be a reflection of the person watching. The messages are the responses to the double rainbow video. So some of the other things about that video is a double rainbow is a mirror of itself. If you look at it, it's a mirror of itself. And so my video is a mirror for the people watching it. It's a mirror into your soul. So what you see in my video, that's in you. Because different people see different things and it's the same video. So. When you're commenting, whatever you say in the comments, that's you. That's it's all about what's in you. That this is my favorite part. Do with me. What you see in my video is in you. Whatever you say in the comments, that has all to do with what's in you. Now I didn't see this video when he first uploaded it. In fact, I heard it many years later, and it's something that is ultimately true, and it's something that makes me appreciate the original video so much more because he understands what he was doing after all. Now, when I first saw the Double Rainbow video way back in 2010, I thought it was hilarious. I thought he was ridiculous. I thought crying over a rainbow was a psychotic thing to do, but I was much younger then. And aging changes all these notions of what is ridiculous and what is not. What is meaningful and what is not. For example, if you would have told 2010 Rodrigo that he'd be making a podcast about a giant rock in Cannon Beach, or an episode about how seeing a baby bird get run over by a truck made him so emotional, 2010 Rodrigo would have called you an idiot. But that was then, and this is now. In many ways, Paul Vasquez served as a prophetic voice as to how to appreciate the small things in life because there's really few things in life that are pure joy. And we have to seek them out and appreciate and cherish them whenever we can. We have to be able to recognize them. And honestly, that's a lesson I'm learning every day. The fact is, I still don't appreciate the small, joyful things as much as I can. I'm sure you're probably in the same boat as me, though. I was confronted with my shortcomings most strongly recently, last year, at a concert for the band Black Pumas. Now, before I go into the story, if you haven't heard Black Pumas, please do seek them out on YouTube or Spotify. They're a really good band. But anyway, they were having a concert in Dallas in a small theater where it's mostly standing room only. I showed up late to the concert and was slowly inching my way up the crowd so I could get a good spot. For example, whenever someone would go get beer, I'd move up a little. Eventually, I got to the point where I was somewhere towards the middle of the place, but still very much in the back. But at the very least, I could see the whole band now, you know, like I had a clear view of the stage. 
As I was standing there, I noticed out of the corner of my eye an older gentleman who looked a little out of place. He had crisp wranglers on, cowboy boots, and like a navy veteran's cap on, and he was moving back and forth, swinging his arms at double time of the actual tempo of the song in a weird little dance. And he'd do this throughout the entire song. And then whenever the song would end, he'd clap really loudly and woo really loudly. I kept looking at him and would internally laugh at him. You have to understand, he was moving way too fast. Like he was legit double timing it. It was funny. My man was working up a sweat and it was on every song, the same dance. At a certain point, I noticed I wasn't the only person that had seen him or was noticing him. The people around me did too. We'd all kind of look at each other when he would woo at the end of the song and, you know, kind of be like, what's up with this guy, right? Those nonverbal communications. And I could see people nudging their friends to look at him whenever he was dancing to like, go look at this dude. At a certain point, the night went on and the band announced that they were playing their last song, their biggest hit, a song called Colors. The dancing guy yelled something like, no, come on. And everyone around him started laughing at him. The song started and it starts really low key. It's like just one guitar or a mandolin. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but it's just one, it's, it's just one string instrument. But he went right into his dance, double timing it, swinging back and forth, waving his fist so quickly. I saw his dopey smile and I laughed internally. Then I looked across and saw some really douchey looking guy laugh at him openly and immediately recognized my own internal laugh in his sneer. And honestly, I felt like crap. That smile, that attitude that that guy had was a perfect reflection of how I was looking at the dancing man and my internal feelings about him. The dancing man, on the other hand, had a smile of pure joy. He was dancing and enjoying every song, and me and the douche were sneering at him. The simple fact was, I was as guilty of being a douche as that guy was. I was the one in the wrong. I was the idiot, not the man enjoying the music. Again, at that moment, I was crushed. I realized I could have enjoyed this concert the way he did. At the very least, I could have let him enjoy his concert, but my reflection on his enjoyment was my sneering. My feelings of superiority, my feelings of I'm doing this the right way and this guy's a clown. Now, the concert was a great concert, but honestly, my fondest memory is watching that guy dance all night. His joy was honestly beautiful. My lack of joy was worrisome, but I think realizing that means I'm not too far gone. Or maybe I'm just trying to make myself feel better. Now, Paul Vasquez appreciated nature and had a moment in nature that I could never approximate or even pretend to have. But what I can appreciate is his awestruck wonder. I'm so grateful he documented that. And for years later, he would answer almost every comment. He let millions of people know what's really important. He showed us in that video. Things like a perfect little moment in nature or a hug from a loved one, a small perfect sip of coffee 
the moment when it just starts to rain in the desert. Singing a song with your friends in the car really loudly, holding a tiny baby, feeling the sand in your toes at the beach. Staying up so late, you reach that point where everything is hilarious and you and a group of friends are just laughing for no reason. And dancing in double time to every song at a concert. These are the moments that matter. These are the moments that genuinely make life worth living. These are the moments that the double rainbow guy pointed out in that video. I'm grateful for Paul Vasquez. I'm grateful for the dancing guy. And I'm grateful for the small, wondrous moments of life. But especially this one that was uploaded and serves as a reflection so well. Rest in peace, Paul. That's it for this episode of The Irrelevant. This was a re-release of an earlier recorded episode, uh, but it's one of my favorites. I thought it's something that we all stand to relearn or re-listen to all the time, just to seek out those small wonders and to be grateful of people like Paul and The Dancing Man. Um, if you enjoyed the show, share it with a friend. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. See you next time. And as always, OR4 did nothing wrong. Irrelevant Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.